All right. Are we ready? Are we? We're back. We're back. Here we are. Hot Mike. Hot Mike. Just got off a great interview. Oh, dude. It was. Yeah. yeah, We talked a long time after it was over, too, which was. Could have been a whole other uncut episode. So, uh, a couple things. Mm -hmm. We. Um. We got followed by a podcast called A to Z Podcast. Did mm-hmm. you see that? I did. And so I went and listened to them, and it's like a very similar show. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor guys. <laughs> it's two guys. Yeah, they've been doing it longer than us. It's two guys, Those poor guys that yeah. uh, both played music <laughs> together, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Failed interviewing musicians, yeah. creative people. Uh, I think everybody in that I'm, was I'm, more yeah, successful kidding, than us, yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> but interviewing like other creative people in like kind of mm-hmm. the greater Houston, Texas area. Anyway, listen to the show. It was good. It was great. So if like, if you like this content and you're looking for similar content from another area of the country or whatever, a to Z podcast and uh, I messaged them, and then they have like a telephone number you can call or text. And so I called mm-hmm. them. And if that is what their audience thinks we sound like on our show, it's going to be terrible because it's like a telephone, like, and it just sounds terrible. <laughs> um, but they like they played that at the beginning of one of their episodes, like the most recent mm-hmm. episode. And uh, anyway, they like they seem like super cool guys, like yeah. that kind of like, man, I wish I could hang out with you somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so A to Z podcast, you can follow them on. Instagram, definitely download the show. Uh, they're interviewing different people. The interview style is a little bit different, and um, but it's good. And like, it's that same kind of like two people have known each other for a long time, so the interaction's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been I'm making enjoyable. that my goal this week. Yeah, it was. It, it's it's a good show. Catch up on their show. It's a good show. You won't catch up. They, well, you they, know what I mean. Like <laughs> they are putting out start a show like every seven days versus wow. every fourteen or something. They have like wow. ninety something shows. Jeez, Louise. Um, yeah, so they're just more focused and dedicated than we are. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. They're, more time they're, to do it. They're yeah. doing it faster. Mm-hmm. Um, they utilize their time better. <laughs> uh, so that being said, we are part of the Voice Press Network. Ooh. So if you go to thevoicepress dot com. Um, you can check out us and other finely curated podcasts. Mm -hmm, There are uh, a handful of great shows and there was a talk in the interview today, actually Mm -hmm. of somebody who has a, a podcast idea that I think is a really funny, good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that pans out. And then, uh, a couple other things up our sleeves and we're looking at trying to do some live events this year as well. So Mm -hmm. the the voicepress.com that'll get you access. Well, that'll link you to, uh, a handful of some other really, really well done shows out there and a, and a broad spectrum Mm -hmm. of content. Mm -hmm. Um, in other news, there's a band locally that's just kind of started called the rumors, which is a great name. Like maybe my favorite name of all time (laughs) and not speculation. Right. (laughs) And, uh, that's like the math rock version. (laughs) So, um, I saw them play at the backspace. I finally went to the backspace, which mm-hmm. is weird because in the Evan McDonald's episode, we talk about it and I yep. hadn't been there at that mm-hmm. time, but a, a month or so ago, I went and saw this band play at the backspace and they were really good and very much my style of mm-hmm. like what I like, like alternative indie alternative stuff, but I really enjoyed it. And, uh, today I was sent a kind of like a preview link to 
like the not mastered version of their mm-hmm. record, um, five songs and, and it's good. And it, like, really enjoyable and you still have a whole level of production left before that comes out so um i i can't wait to hear like what the final thing is because even just like the they're not demos but the the raw recordings are really 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 good um and really captured what i saw during the live performance and that's saying something because live performances can be all over the place and sometimes you have a live band that on record isn't that great Mm -hmm. (laughs) or a record that's really amazing and live not so good yep Yep. uh these things very much were in line with each other so yeah it's a good thing to have yeah the rumors and they're playing i don't think it's a record release i don't I don't think, but February 14th. So Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at Smoke and Barrel of all things of all to tie this all well. together. Yeah. And so, we're back to that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, also, Patreon, we talked about it in the mm-hmm. last episode, and uh, we've set some lofty goals around listenership this year. Well, yeah. Ten thousand downloads per, or ten, yeah, ten thousand downloads per episode um, is the that. goal, mm-hmm. and that's only going to happen by you telling people about the show. Yes, tell a friend, tell a stranger. One hundred, tell every friend tell and every stranger. Every, <laughs> We're going to have to change it. Yep. It can't be one. <laughs> we need a sandwich board tell, with our website. And, uh, <laughs> we need a billboard. Yeah. Billboard. That being said, if you want to help us get a billboard, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash look what I did and mm-hmm. sign up for as little as a buck. Um, you, we are actually, I think we're buying new microphones this week, yes. and that is funded 100% by Patreon. You're allowing us to get better equipment, allowing yeah. us to uh, get the sound dialed in a little bit more, to continue um, on, try some different mm-hmm. things, to advertise a little bit differently, mm-hmm. whatever those things are. So patreon.com is just a great, great way of helping us. Uh, have the capital to keep growing this show because we don't have sponsors. And we've kind of made that personal decision to, um, for the time, not do a sponsorship until Mm -hmm. we find a relationship that makes sense and, and does it right. If, if that's the case and if Patreon grows enough, maybe we won't ever advertise. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so, but right now, like Patreon is the thing that it is, it is the fuel in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> so patreon.com. Sure. And we got two new patrons uh, since last Ooh. week. So big shout out and thanks to those two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to have you. And yeah. you do get extra special content. In fact, today's episode definitely 100%. I already yes. actually produced it, uh, will come out as an uncut, not the thing we recorded, Aaron, but like today's actual episode, the right. Aaron Rowe episode will mm-hmm. be. Um, unabridged because that was an hour and a half and it was just like i can't cut this yeah it's <laughs> so i cut it down to an hour mm-hmm. but um it was a good time so access to cool behind the scenes stuff but let's thank the patrons that yeah. we have all right thank you cindy shelly jeremy Catherine, jennifer brian kaylee travis tyler Lindsay, jesse sean holly hill allison and brian thank you you guys Thanks, rock and roll all night long. So I gave the name, but the guest this episode mm-hmm. is Miss Chef Erin Rowe. Erin Rowe. Yeah. We met her at Ozark BookCon, mm-hmm. uh, invited her to be a guest on this episode, yep. and I've never felt more like I was living on the set of Gilmore Girls in my entire life. <laughs> this conversation goes so fast. Yeah, it was It was over, before, and it was just like, what? Yeah, but... So she's a chef. She does the Ozark Culinary Tours, which mm-hmm. is like a walking food tour, generally of the Bentonville Rogers area. Yeah. Um, and then she did a book 
around like the like the cuisine of Arkansas, the yes. the the table that mm-hmm. is made by Arkansas ingredients yep. and by Arkansas uh, natives food and- style, right? Yes. Like, yes, um, yes. so yeah, this is just an absolutely energetic, super fun. Mm-hmm laugh out loud episode that uh if you want the full the full thing you gotta go to patreon because it's worth it there's some good laughs in here and it was a fun time and i'm looking forward to hanging out with her again it was it was a a whole lot of fun in fact she was at the that's what she said show yeah that was where we kind of solidified yep coming and doing this so um and a new that's what she said in march i just heard yes march uh 14th 14th yeah yes so we'll we'll talk more about that yeah, as we course, get there. But course. yeah, for now. Enjoy. A little side hustle. That sounds like an opportunity, actually. It does. Yeah. Hmm. Opportunity knocks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's from an old board game I used to play. What board game was that? Careers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, hold on. Second most boring game ever. I know. But here's the thing. It's kind of like goal setting. You know, it's kind of fun. Was your career in that better than career in real life? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Gosh. I would get a computer science degree and make 500000 a year. Ooh. So I know. Wow. Nice. We always did Mad Libs. And- <laughs> oh, I love I'm a pretty, like, I love I'm Mad a pretty Libs. avid board gamer, but like strategy games. I noticed the ones over there by the door. Yeah. I have the Guelph one. Quelf is fun. I don't have smart ass. But, What's that? Um, it's like a trivia game Plus. that you can't lose no matter how bad you are. Uh, I like it. That's my yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. wins. Everyone wins because everyone's a smart ass. The, mm-hmm. Right, right. Could be. Those are more like, well, those two that you named plus Cranium are like my wife's like party game style game okay. where I'm like the, these miniatures in a whole map of a world or whatever. So we got oh. life. Or mini tweezers like and a buzzer. Strategy yeah. game ah, to life. Okay. And okay. just ran all the numbers. Nice. Definitely never buy insurance. Okay. Don't go to college. <gasps> and do try to be some kind of artistic person. And mathematically, you'll win life. What? Most wow. Of the time. An artistic person winning life. Like you can be this like, is not how do you do that and be a Starbucks barista? Well, but Could isn't be. it? Well, I mean, when, that's the when whole you point of our well show is art people winning. Well, I know. Exactly. But I just it, mean like it's that? more rare. Art, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like it's more rare for, wouldn't you say that for the art person to win? I mean, there's only one winner at the game of life anyway, right? Well, that's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> and aren't they always the Blake Shelton's? <laughs> <laughs> totally true. I don't totally. know why I referenced him. There's got to be other winners. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're reference something more people watch. The Big Bang yeah. Theory cast. <laughs> they well, in real life, yes, they did. Maybe not in the show, but dang, even the the actors on Friends got paid a lot of money per well, episode. Well, true that. Oh, so I can't say no, much I about, about the show. actors being yeah. artists yeah. too. Then yes, okay. yeah, that answer is. Yes. Yeah. And well, and also athletes fell in that. Like okay. any of the like things that you think of as a very tiny percentage, mm-hmm. there's actually a lot of those things. You're right. But in the game, huh. good thinking. Your chances were pretty decent, like nice. not going to school. I'll remember okay. that. I will too, because I almost always go through the college track. But don't you're right. Do you don't have financially. To. It doesn't. And the insurance, the car and the home insurance, both bad ideas. Mm-hmm. The home insurance is exorbitant. And buy like the middle of the roadhouse, yes. not like the expensive oh, one. That never always. works right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So this is not real life, by the way. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't go to college. No, but We're insurance. Doing the art thing. And a lot of people that are successful did not go to college. Yeah. Yep. You know. I mean. I mean, I'm not successful. I'm not I'm successful really like either. Throwing what? That you guys seem very successful to me. <clears throat> Thank you. Aww. 
I tell you what, this is our our first favorite, most favorite. I think all episode ever. Yeah, successful. All state, all state. You guys are played by Matt Damon. Oh, then win. Matt Damon. Yeah, he's part of the film actors guild. Somebody said, "Is he?" No, film actors. Totally actors, not makers. No, no, not not screen actors guild, but film actors guild. That's a reference. If I was played by an actor, I would be played by Jason Schwartz. Was what I was told. Really? What? I can see some. See, I was thinking it's the nose. Oh, see, I would have gone for like Ryan Gosling giving up. Ooh, I'm live. Nice. I mean, like, 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 yeah, like the washed that. out, like, hey, this is me. That's fine. I would put that in your I pocket. I would take Ryan Gosling Save on his that. first day in a heartbeat. Me too. I mean, if I, I were a guy. I would date Ryan Gosling on his first Like the Bizarro version. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's been photoshopped, Ryan Gosling, with his All shirt. The I, I, All the time. I think yeah. that, what was the, what was he's a great the, dancer. What was the movie La with, La uh, with him? and huh? See, La La Land? Not La La Land. The one with Emma Stone and him, Steve Carell. But not La La Land. Not La La Land. Because it's another Oh, my God. I could get it out. Oh, oh, you know, where she, like, makes out with him, right? Not date night, but it's, uh, yeah, Steve Carell in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're It's so good. She's like, oh, my God, you look like you've been Been photoshopped. photoshopped. Yeah. Exactly, and that's where I got that from. Is it La La Land? It is not. No, it's not. I swear. (laughs) I forget what it's called, though. It's going to kill me. The movie that I fell in love with Ryan Gosling was... uh, Lars and the Real Girl. Yep. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, my goodness. Is it an older movie? Early 2000s. Yeah, okay. And he, like, is social anxiety yeah can't interact with people and so he finds like a real sex doll right really? like, like like a the real ones, a like real the ones you buy one. oh, okay. so right. he buys one online and like s- starts a non-sexual relationship with her okay. yeah but it's the only person he can spend time with and so it's ryan gosling on mm-hmm. screen acting <gasps> against nothing <clears throat> the mm-hmm. whole time it's i love that so, and it's so good and it's a heartwarming movie yep. like yeah. by the end you're like Aww. yeah yeah, I it's uh, his his family worrying about him and all this stuff, and they're like talking to him. Don't give away the end. I'm no, I'm not. Watch, yeah, because I'm, I'm totally gonna watch that so one. It was. Good. It's really. It's kind of like the equivalent of like Tom Hanks and Castaway, and yes. you know Matt Damon in the Mo- the Mars Moon movie, because they're just solo actors yeah. on their own being yeah. filmed. Yeah, you know, oh, which I Eternal love. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes, it's surprising that it was the same actor mm-hmm. in the the uh, in Top Gun in the volleyball scene as in Castaway. Wilson was the same. Actor. <laughs> <laughs> You never close huh. your eyes. Oh, we have a musical episode, anymore. which we should do one time. <laughs> let's just do. Let's we'll just we, do two takes. Done. We definitely need to you know? plan ahead. Yeah, I it's just like this. we're gonna Eric we're gonna wrap. I know. <laughs> hey, I got nothing tomorrow, so I well, yes, I do. Oh, yes, you I do. There, you have plenty of things tomorrow. I have. I have to do a catering gig tomorrow. I'm not Erin Rowe. We're getting her a cooking <laughs> show. I, that's all I've got I, for I, that I, flow. But I've, I'm gonna hang on to that. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you whenever we're getting ready to do the cooking. And be like, remember that little rap? You used to Can call me from music? your cooking show. I'm walking in, guests do. So, this is usually Daniel's line, but tell us your name and what it is you do. Everyone's out of this conversation. No, I don't. I don't. No, I I'm, love I'm it. kidding. I'm just I, I love being, I love I being in out. and out of the conversations. I'll just follow the rabbit trails. I'm Aaron Rowe. And yeah, and what do I do? I own uh, Ozark Culinary Tours. Awesome. It's a walking food tour of our downtown areas in Northwest Arkansas. Yep. Love it. And wrote a cookbook. I did, yeah. I don't think you said that. I didn't mention no. that's it. That's how we yeah. met you. Well, right. that's true. That's how we met. Um, I wrote a book called An Ozark Culinary History, like documents our food heritage for mm-hmm. uh, Northwest Arkansas going back to like the 1800s. Somebody needed to write the book, so I did it. I looked yeah. at it online. I'm going to order it. <gasps> well, I should have ordered it before you came, actually. I'm just going to copy yeah. my car. I'll just go grab you one. 
It's all good. Do you have more than one copy? I in have your more car? than one copy. Well, I'll car. take. I would love Aaron. <laughs> you, you do usually, the first twenty. Usually, you do the first eighty pages. I'll do the second eighty. Pages. Reading. We'll have reading. There's a hundred sixty. There pages. is a little I reading. I mean, I'll read. But there's also I'll some read. pictures Are there pic- that helps. Good. That's much easier. <laughs> it's like a true menu, than is it? Is Aaron mm-hmm. just gonna oh, yeah. take the ingredients and stack them in a pan and be <laughs> like, "Oh my god, that is Boom. gravy turkey." I did it. This does not look like the picture. What went wrong? Yeah. Gonna call her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other, you're wrong? right. There's a bunch of recipes in there, like heirloom recipes, about 50. Uh-huh. So you could say that you're actually just reading the text around the pictures and the recipes. So right. that cuts down that reading time significantly. Hmm. So you'd be good. Do you watch I, the Goldbergs? I don't. Is that a good show? Yes, it's amazing. And there's an episode where Beverly Goldberg, like she's been trying to write a cookbook for a long time, and the publisher calls her and says, these need stories. And so <laughs> she writes all the stories from where these recipes oh. came. But it's always like, a family member got drugged by a horse for 20 miles and his legs got ripped off. And when he got home, this is the soup his grandma made to make him feel better. <laughs> like, they're always the saddest story and ever. You're like, this is not oh working gosh. for us. Right. Well, it was a long, you know, bleak winter. Oh, I, like, I kind of want to read it. Actually, that might have yeah. been one of the stories. It was like, wow. the Donner Party. Had oh, my gosh. We, one last <laughs> meal. Here's, here's the best horse soup I know how to make. You just add a little bit of extra herbs. It's all good. He's about to turn. <laughs> That horse, she done R-U-N-N-O-F-T. Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you just tune into this, you're going to be like, yeah. I have no idea what's happening right no, now. Just me throw either. us a movie reference and we'll pick <laughs> so up. So I, I mentioned something to a coworker today who we were talking to, and mm-hmm. I said, well, it's, she's written a cookbook with recipes from like Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, and they were like, what? Really? They yeah. didn't believe that we actually have recipes no, or no. a food heritage? No. That's why I wrote I, the book. When I mean, I, that's, yeah. As a, I think as a northerner coming in, like I think of things as like southern, but not mm-hmm. necessarily Arkansas specific, Same. right? True. And in that conversation we had at the like Ozark BookCon, mm-hmm. I think that was the first time I'd even heard of things being, <laughs> you know, and then there was kind of the joking like, oh, squirrel something, which isn't to me even necessarily uh-huh. Arkansas specific, right? but it's something that I could see like mentally associating with Arkansas. But what was like to you, one of the more surprising things that, that came out of Arkansas, like something that you wouldn't associate necessarily with like the yeah. quote unquote hillbilly sure. feel. Absolutely. Well, you're right. Yeah. The hillbilly feel definitely encapsulates some of the recipes in the right. book, but then there's things like chocolate gravy that are unique to the Ozarks that would not be in, like found in many other parts of Is the that South. unique to here? I mean, I've never had it outside of here. I just yeah. didn't realize we came up with it. Well, I don't know if we came up with it. It's like it's like when you go to Conway, they think they came up with cheese dip. Who knows? But, um, uh, you know. Well, you hear that queso was invented around Little Rock. Yeah, it's yeah. true. There was it's a guy true. that owns, uh, there's a restaurant in Hot Springs, Osagueras. Mm-hmm. I believe okay. that was a guy that came up with queso. Interesting. So to speak. And it AKA was it's, microwaved it too long. No. <laughs> basically based in Arkansas. Oh, cheese day. Yeah, like, we're just yeah. going to call it this. For real. Yeah. yeah no, I heard that yeah. it was, that was an Arkansas thing. It was yeah. mm-hmm. queso, yeah. which is crazy. And I, I've always heard the chocolate gravy is like unique to just the Ozarks. Um, mm. Also like a lot of the trout recipes that are in there, things like that. Because uh, we're going to have, you know, different types of foods available here that we wouldn't have in other places in the South. Right. So putting those flavors and those kind of combinations of things together, like a trout with like a blackberry or something like that, that's going to be something unique that's got to be part of the cuisine here that we would have that really wouldn't be. I mean, the, the trout from the White River, for example, is really right. unique and really delicious. And we have the White River. So uh-huh. there are there are things in our food culture here that are very different from the South, even like the way that we make our cornbread, the way that we make our biscuits. There's different styles to frying chicken that we do that other people in the South don't. And so, 
yeah, just little little tricks of the trade. How did you find these recipes? Like, are you just going around and asking grandmas what they grew up on? We had a little bit of the grandmas. <laughs> yes, we did. I love me some grandmas. But I think, so my trick to finding people that I, I believe this really works, you find one person to start. Just mm-hmm. one. That's all you need. Uh-huh. One person that you feel like really knows the Ozarks well. You meet with them. You drink maybe a little moonshine, maybe a few gallons of sweet tea. <laughs> you get their cornbread recipe. And then mm-hmm. at the end of this awesome experience that may last four hours, you then ask them, so who would you recommend I talk to next? And they tell that you that person that makes the best apple jelly in the county. Mm. And then you're like, well, can you ask them to, uh, could you go ahead and give me a referral and call them right. for me? And so then you already have their vote of confidence. Then you get to go into somebody's barn or you get to go into somebody's kitchen and can mm-hmm. with them for four hours and make apple jelly. And then from there, you hear about their cousin, Laverne, who makes moonshine and you get to go visit a still. And it just kind of is like a domino effect. So that's how, one way to meet the people. Another thing is just to drive to Tawny Town you know, like I did and pull over on the side of the road with some old farmers selling grapes on the side of the road and (laughs) ask them to go pick grapes with them in the morning. And I did. Yeah. And so you have to kind of put yourself out there if you really Uh want the real story, but sort of like being a journalist. And that was really fun. In fact, I could have probably kept doing it forever and never wrote the book. At one point I was told, um, you know, you, your due dates in 12 days, right? Oh, And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you might want to stop doing the research and start writing <laughs> start the book. Writing. So I wrote the book in 12 days. That's crazy. Yeah. But I had all the research typed up. I just mm-hmm. had to metabolize it and then tearfully do cut, cut and paste. Right. I cut away about three quarters of it. And do you That's have great. like hopes for a second? I could do second, third and fourth if I right. wanted to with the research. Uh-huh. I could. I mean, if people would want to read it, I, I, I did give people the best of what I had. Yeah. So everything else is kind of like, you know, not, I think, it's still it's kind good. Of like a, a band's first album, like yeah, you got, like you get the best. Yeah, and then the sophomore effort. I mean, but also I think it would leave yeah. a lot of people wanting if they knew about it. They yeah. said, well, they didn't have that, you know. And then the next book would be like, this is what my grandmother made or my mom yeah. made or what we make. Yeah, you're right. And mm. there's a lot of people I've met since doing the book. Like when I go and do book talks and lectures, they'll come approach mm-hmm. me afterwards and be like, I wish you had interviewed me. I have all these stories. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> if I write another book, I want your stories. Uh-huh. You know, with these recipes, people would wow. normally say, well, how come this wasn't in the book? I'm like, well, it was, but it got cut. And, mm. you know, probably like any great movies, you know, you, right. you see the oh, after man. the scenes afterwards. You're like, dang it. I wish they'd left that in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know. The Something has to cut. go. That's yeah, you, we could ooh, call it that. Twice, yeah. We could put like yeah, a red chef cut. Are we <laughs> contributing, or what are we contributing to like the national food scene now? If mm. anything, like, are we coming up with new stuff out of this area? I would say that we're not coming up with anything new, but well, we're not coming up with new ingredients. We're finding new ways to harness and use the ingredients in ways they haven't been kind of put together before. Mm. And that's what you're seeing with like James Beard nominated chef Matt McClure at The Hive. Mm -hmm. Um, Rob Nelson also is doing wonderful things at Tuscan Trotter with his food. We have quite a few chefs that are taking Ozark ingredients um, and making them into new almost concoctions or high-end elevated food that we would call high, high South cuisine. Right. Even my, uh, I have a friend that is a James Beard sh- a nominated chef in St. Louis that owns a restaurant um, that is all about Ozark food, but it's foraging only. So he forages every single, single thing on the menu. His name is Rob mm. Connolly, and he's doing amazing things with the food too, where we're seeing not just biscuits and gravy anymore or cornbread. We're seeing ways to do pork belly in a new way that's elevated with like a black cherry gastrique, which is one of the recipes in the book I have from Chef Bill Lyle that was at Crystal Bridges um, Restaurant 11. So you're just seeing an elevated approach to our uh, down-home cuisine. 
Gotcha. The forging part kind of takes me back and it would make me think of like more of the rural Southern stuff. You yeah. Know? Cause I mean, that's what a lot of people had to do is like go out and hunt mushrooms and things like oh, that. Yeah, that's sure. also something I think about mm-hmm. during Anyway, there's a whole bunch of stuff that pops up. Yeah. You're uh, literally yeah. pops up out uh-huh. of the ground. I mean, mushrooms. yeah, mushrooms, <laughs> morels, you know, so right. I spent a whole chapter talking about wild things, but there really is something to be said about foraged items because those are unusual items. You can't get like, you could go to New York city to a high end restaurant and mm-hmm. maybe get morels on a pasta. And they're probably from maybe around here. But the yeah. thing is that we have a way to, we just have so many ingredients that naturally grow out of the ground and that occurred here early on, even for early settlers. They yeah. didn't have to bring in dairy cattle and everything to kind of create a food scene. It was already here. There's just, mm-hmm. this is a really rich place for food. Oh. And so, yeah, foraging, it's where it's at if you can do it, if you have mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a kid, I remember hearing, I don't know if this is true, but that Arkansas was one of the few could be a self-sustaining state like it actually can grow enough food for everybody it has enough minerals to like build things and like i don't know if that's true but it does seem like an absurdly rich like resource rich Mm -hmm. state and Mm -hmm. does offer a lot a lot of opportunity with yeah i hadn't thought of it as food ingredients but just in general yeah i've I've never thought of that that way i mean we have it makes sense i mean there's a whole lot we have like soybeans Diamonds. Mm-hmm. We do have diamonds mm-hmm. too. We have yeah. cotton. Yeah. I mean, cotton, yeah. timber, strawberries, blueberries, timber. all the berries. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot of wild, a wild, a lot of wild game. I mean, really. Right. I, yep. Whenever I was researching for the book, going through the old photographs at Rogers Historical Museum, just flipping through hundreds of them, I noticed most of the pictures were fish and game pictures. Somebody with a gun or a fishing pole. Right. It's really a big part of our food culture. When most of the photos you find represent kind of that fish and game, you know, pursuit, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, you're right. We are a self-sustaining state. I'm very convinced of that. We supply most of the nation's rice. Right. And we also, um, well, you know, with Tyson, actually most of the beef, chicken, pork comes out of Tyson. Yeah, all the proteins. We can grow about anything in certain parts of the state because we have such a diverse culture and almost like... um, like geological, like the, the soil composition along the Delta, it's so rich and verdant to grow things. Can we grow avocados? Oh, wouldn't that be great? I, I don't know. know if we have the right that's climate. Like the, I know. Oh. That's I don't think so. Either, Maybe yeah. we'd have We're to live without avocados. Yeah. I know only a greenhouse away. Do I? Well, Quite possibly. Aaron, yeah. build a greenhouse. <laughs> An avocado greenhouse. We've got plenty of time to do that. Why not? You'll fund yeah. it by avocado toast. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's such a thing, isn't yeah, it? Ten yeah, bucks a big deal. You'll have a super like happening <laughs> restaurant for three weeks. And yep. <laughs> hey well, man, you know, why not? You can only serve it between the hours of, like 7 35 a.m. and 8 05 a.m. And that way Ooh, you, that you way maximize your client potential. Exactly. Right there. Yep. Yeah. And you can just make it all in one go and like what you have is what you have. Like first <laughs> right. come, first serve. Yeah. Really make it literally I mean, be as pretentious mm-hmm. as possible, is yeah. what I think. Exactly. And make sure that they have to wait like at least 30 minutes for the toast. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be yeah, ready. yeah. You'll you know? have right. it all made like the day before, but you'll wait. <laughs> this is like, toasted over a hand blower from a cold <laughs> forge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm anyway. And serve it on something like a ridiculous plate <clears throat> of some kind. Yeah. CDs. You serve it on old oh, CDs. Oh, that's good. I love it. Yeah, like yeah. let's be as innovative as possible. Very artistic. Like right? It. So shiny. <laughs> we got this. We got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody needs CDs anymore. So I think, okay, records. Records are being produced at a record right? rate. Nice. Mm. I read the record on it. I've yep. heard that like a broken record. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Should we press record for this interview? Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, missed it. Has yeah. that happened before? It was a zinger. What? what? Not pressing record. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, geez. No. I was like, oh, I panicked. <laughs> no. 
That yeah. was all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> was it? It hasn't happened yet. Um, that is one of my yeah. biggest fears, though. Yeah. I so based on the conversation we had before or research I did, um, you do have training as a chef, right? I do. Yeah. I'm actually a private chef. So I do like private dinners, cooking classes as well. Um, and then I also do some catering here and there. So I get to be my own boss, which is nice. Right. And I'm still pretty hard on myself. So, you know, um, we, I have a hard you boss. Gordon Ramsay yourself, that. like in the yeah, kitchen. Just like, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I a did, stupid sandwich. Yeah. I did regret not making this like a YouTube cooking show because oh, I'm like, that would be so fun. Cook for us. That would be amazing. Let's I do like that next. Food. I was like, no, I can't. Never I mind. See, oh, this Aaron. I yeah. don't want to see that you Aaron. yell at yourself. That would be weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't want to see you go through my kitchen and be like, "Look at this dirt!" <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Why is this knife not, knife not sharpened? I mean, Why is on. there a mouse in your freezer? <laughs> what? There, there's not. Actually. I don't really? eat here any longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. No, Are you guys yeah. saving that for? You, you know? brought Subway. I brought I was a so hurt. I, oh, Harley you made Gouda mac and cheese. Ooh, you should. I had no idea. Not have passed that up. Well, I didn't know it was available. So the other yeah. day, I made spinach and Gouda stuffed <clears throat> chicken breast. I'm impressed. It's a Gouda mashed potato and a chocolate mousse from scratch. Was it Gouda? It was the goodest. Wow. Nice. <laughs> nice. How, how brilliant of all of you. Oh, thank you. Oh. oh. Yeah, they're just oh, rolling. Yeah. The jokes are getting cheddar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Hmm. You know what they say? No, these are starting to grate on me just a little bit. <laughs> well, I, you know, better make so it better. Cheesy. Ah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. Heather just quit, so we're now taking applications. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys have all become Munsters with all these oh, jokes. You're really good, actually. Man, I'm, I'm feeling impressed. a little blue. <laughs> it just never ends. I love it. No, I'm I'm finished though. I used up all my jokes. My brain's kind of like a I mean, block I can't of think Swiss of another. Ch- <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to work Swiss into something you I got know. there before me. Oh. I know. So good, <laughs> man. Yeah, just keep. I'm sharp, along. cheddar. Oh. <laughs> I just we always use cheddar. I said sharp. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Absolutely. Dang it. What did you say? What were we talking about? <laughs> um, cooking. Oh, yeah. Cooking. Yeah. Cooking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cooking. Private chef. Mm-hmm. YouTube. That'd be You're super fun. Chef. Yeah, sure. You're tough you on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. I'd love to cook with you guys sometime. That'd be a lot well, of fun. Wow. So we have discussed one day, if we have the time, uh-huh. kicking off a YouTube channel where we start trying to do the things we've learned how to do over the last yes. like, couple years. Oh, that would be incredible. I love this idea. It would be so much. Well... Good. You can come on our team and help us I figure out how to get it. all of this yeah. done in one go. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> one day, all however many episodes of time that Maybe is. That's, that's the thing very... is coming up with the time to film yeah. an entire like YouTube episode or something. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, that I think. It I think would that'd be. be, a, I'd, be, really be I'd be yeah. excited about it because we could see the. I mean, a lot of times people make things look easy. Yeah, and then we can show make up sure the show. that people know it's actually really hard. Yeah, well, exactly. it's definitely tough. And Let's, no, yeah. Even an idiot can't do it. Well, no. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone <very> can cook. <laughs> Anyone can cook. Yeah. That's very anti-Pinterest of you, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, right. You know, like right. making it not look mm-hmm. easy, you mm-hmm. know. Meh. Meh. Anyways. Um, I, don't, okay. I don't care. I, I'm I just, just saying. <laughs> I don't do Pinterest. I, I like the, there's some Instagram or something that like compares... <laughs> Right, like the Instagram photo with like what a person expected made. versus <laughs> reality. Like, yeah. yeah, like is it really going to happen? Oh man, I feel like so many of my friends that are moms, they're like looking at Pinterest, going, "I can't even be that." You know, like I tried making it, it was a catastrophe. You know, yep. you got to make approachable yeah. food. Well, or when people are really precious with ideas, like I can't share that. I don't want you to steal oh, it or yeah, whatever. That's and you're so like, silly. Go try to do the thing you saw somebody else do yesterday and see if somebody's really going to steal your idea. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen. happen. No. no, not at all. It's always free to share. Or they can know. steal your idea. It's not going to be 
competitive. <laughs> no. Well, the other thing is, is there's no magic ovens right. in real life. You know, yeah. it's like you have the one, it's like Pioneer Woman or whatever, you know, everyone's watching. Mm -hmm. But also most of the people that you watch on, if you're watching YouTube videos and people building things, they're making more than one at a time at the time that you're oh, yeah. watching it. So the one you're watching at the very beginning of what they're first shaping or whatever mm -hmm. may not be the one at the end. Right, well, you know, and, yeah, and that so, one may be kind of groomed and it's perfect, you know, it's it's right? Because like, out of the three that they a, made, boom, yeah, an inherently visual medium, it mm -hmm. just has to look good. You yeah. don't yep. know if it tastes good, you yeah. don't know if it's oh. sturdy, you don't write well, like yeah. building stuff yeah. or whatever. Put the bad side to the wall, and you're like, all right, good. <laughs> like nobody <laughs> knows. I mean, like I burned the first nine turkeys, yeah, but this no one looks deal. okay. I just painted like, it brown. Yeah, and yep. you're like, mm, you're saying mm, before you even put it to your mouth. You're like, oh, this looks great. You know, it tastes like cardboard. You know. I, I was know, wincing, right? not smiling, really. <laughs> Visit me in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, part of what I do when I do cooking is like, you know, it's got to be good because, you know, you're serving it to people. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, even with cooking classes, like I am cooking a full course meal, like maybe five different items Jeez. from scratch mm -hmm. in front of people while talking about it and then serving it in a two and a half hour time period. Oh, so crazy. it's intense. You guys should come to one of my cooking classes. Do you do the one up by Goalie Park? I do the one over Honeycomb Kitchen Shop in downtown Rogers. Dude, I'm totally going to this. I tried yeah, to book totally one one time like it. up by another place and it was packed so I couldn't go. But after oh. I found that existed, I was like, I really want to go do this. Okay. Super fun. It's, sure. like, it's a great yeah. date night thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be a great right. date yeah, night. Yeah. And you don't have to actually cook. It's called Aaron. a cooking class, but you just show up. <laughs> oh, you guys are sweet. No, 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 no. No one needs to hear or see anything that just happened to you. <laughs> Did you see he just passed him a piece of like, turkey. I know. Someone commented <laughs> on our... Really? I wish somebody would look at me the way Aaron looks oh, at Daniel. No, it was no, the other way around. Aaron, yeah. It said, find oh. someone who looks at looks at you like Daniel looks, Daniel at, Aaron. looks at Aaron. Oh, that's precious. Because I was supposed to do... I was doing some weird thing, and it was like him going... Just like... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those, actually. It's pretty funny. It's part it's brotherly love, yes. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, I just brotherly. admire you a lot. One day I hope to grow mm -hmm. old like you and do the things you've done. Oh, that's so sweet. Are you guys a few years apart then? Yeah. He's older. <laughs> <laughs> just, I've just had a harder life. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking it harder. Obviously not, though. <laughs> we just, no, it, no, there's nothing there. Going the Ishtons here. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Yep. We just sit here sometimes and wait for the other person to make the pun. Like I know, that's what right? I was like. I don't have anything. It, that Aaron, one literally just like yeah. popped into my and head. And they just say it, and that's when we know the ish point starts. Right. What the ish? <laughs> we wait for roughly thirty minutes, and then we just jump in and record. Are you kidding something. me? We've been here <laughs> since like eleven thirty this morning. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Aaron is just a ball of energy. Oh man. Movie quotes and references, boom! Yeah, I, I it's like it. this is the person that like you just should be hanging out with. It was, uh, it was and we did give hilarious. her, we gave her movie homework. She has some stuff to watch. Oh, yeah. So, yep. And I have watched Lady Hawk. Well, finally, finally, yeah. I I watched it. I, I did doze off, and I rewatched it from earlier in that till the end, and I was not disappointed. Sensor well a little be. bit, you know, much, but it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it's a it. Great movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. Watch it. Um, so one thing you should definitely do is go to lookwhatidid.net mm -hmm. and get photographs of our time hanging out with Aaron, but yes. also photographs of past guests, oh. photographs of the expelled haunted house. Yep. We got to go through there. Those photographs were so good. Yes, of the evaporust, mm -hmm. uh, like 
offices and kind of warehouse production facility um photographs of shire post mint there's Mm -hmm. just there's great stuff on there and most of that content comes to us uh because of heather hill's work so she does most of like the digital media for the show and she captures she documents all of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and she's just an amazing incredible photographer and artist yeah (laughs) very much so so uh look what i did.net and and once again like take this time to review the show because for people like those reviews on on itunes are very much a way of letting people know that this is something you think is worth listening to. So when they're scrolling, looking for something new, that five star rating, yes, um, it that so much. that little blurb that you write, it makes a big, big difference in that person's opinion yep. of whether to keep scrolling or stop and maybe give it a shot. So if you'd review us on iTunes, that would be absolutely fantastic. If you don't have that, not everybody has that. Give it a review on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, drop us a comment on Instagram. But if you do have iTunes. Uh, yeah, it it would mean a lot if you just take the time to to give a rating um, and write a review. Puts it out there in front of other people. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I guess with that, important. back at it. Back to Aaron Rowe. Anyway, <laughs> so what got you, what got you in? to cooking because you became a chef before you did the cookbook and did the mm-hmm. tours right you're right so, like, yeah what, you've done your research what got you or i listened to you talk the first time we interviewed oh, yeah. you <laughs> it. i don't know yeah which was entertaining it was great oh thanks guys way. you guys yeah. were a lot of fun too by the way yes yeah. well thank you uh-huh. it's very welcome. kind of you to say we're you're gonna welcome. cut that out as a snippet and put that on <laughs> okay hold on everyone <laughs> be quiet say that louder <laughs> you guys were awesome okay okay and, and go. saved take three okay um yeah so what what sparked that initial interest Mm -hmm. in cooking. Yeah, for sure. So I would like sneak into the kitchen after my mom went to bed to learn how to cook in high school. You know how most kids like sneak out the back window to go to a party? (laughs) You wild. I'm wild child. I'm making like chicken cordon bleu in the kitchen. So I found the joy of cooking, the cookbook, and sort of like the girl in Julia and Julia. Have you seen the movie? I haven't, but I'm aware of it. Okay, she cooks her way through Mastering the Art of French Cooking. I cook my way through Joy of Cooking, which is quite a book. It was written in the 50s. It's been revised a ton. There's thousands of recipes in there. No, it's not thin. You could like knock somebody out with that thing, you know? But yeah, I just kind of cooked my way through it. Found that I loved cooking, made a lot of mistakes along the way, fixed them. You know, you just learn by trial and error. Basically taught myself how to cook. Um, Maybe because it was forbidden. I don't know. I would just clean up the kitchen before my mom woke up. If my kids came downstairs and were like, we'll make you dinner, I would never say no. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, chicken strips again? (laughs) Stop cooking, start drinking. (laughs) (laughs) This got a lot better. (laughs) What parent bans their kid from cooking? My mom was really into domestic stuff. So, you know, that was her her world. And I didn't didn't, like need to mess with it. But I really wanted to. And I didn't know why I had the desire. So then I had friends that figured out I like to cook. So they started inviting me over. That way I could kind of do (laughs) things by the book and be right again. You know, so I, I got my... My first cookbook from a friend of mine and just kind of cooked my way through, you know? Wow. And yeah, I found that it was a real way for me to exercise creativity. I've always felt like I had some kind of creative vibe inside of me. I just hadn't really figured out what it was. With cooking, it came to life and I could see instant results. Well, not instant. Sometimes 30 minutes later, an hour later, right. or many days later if I tried my you know attempts at certain baking items, right? you know, because those were multiple shots but yeah so at the end of the day you get something that's a result for something that's very rewarding for what you do and then you get to eat it yeah so heck yeah so i when, mean i've never made anything bad <laughs> i nice. have but i've eaten it i'm joking <laughs> 
You know I what? I have. Have you too. ever cooked for me? No. Do you have like a specialty? Um, for a while, sounds I was making like eggs. Yeah, no, sounds I like mean, it. I do. Which I do scrambled. I have please. some. Uh, <laughs> not exactly scrambled. So I basic uh, and I got a new cast iron pan this Ooh. week. So oh, that I hold on that I cleaned that. up mm. that I. Aaron is about to embark on an auditory journey. An auditory journey Ooh. of his right. signature dish. Oh, let's do this. Well, I mean, I've got two. We're going to give you our full other attention. than cereal. Go. Okay, so this is it's stupid. It's not. It's just what I eat pretty Good. much every day. So anyway, in this cast iron pan, I have uh, I butter it. I just grab the stick of butter and you know right. rub it on the bottom as it's of the pan <laughs> heat it up i put i grind pepper into the pan Ooh. <laughs> tony shasheries or whatever that's good some penzi spice thanks sunshine she I gave love me penzies it's so good i've got two different types stop it you guys so i break three eggs into the into the pan mm-hmm. and i just mix it up and let it cook and then i flip it and then i put cheese and um homemade salsa from some people that own a place out in prairie grove called Yum. pick and peck Okay. Farms. Um, then I fold it, fold it again, put that bet- either plain by itself or with between toasted bread. That sounds delicious. That's a good, that it's really, a good, really it's good. a good, so it's like good, an it's omelet, a good breakfast. Kind of like an mm-hmm. omelet in a sandwich. Yeah. Like an egg sandwich, something mm-hmm. like that. Sounds delicious. Then I experimented with some, uh, I wouldn't say quiche, but like making a, someone told me without any crust, it's a souffle, not a quiche. I mean, so. yeah, well, you could say one or the other. It's kind of a delicate balance with a souffle because you've got eggs that are the main component that cause mm-hmm. the rise. But yeah, I make a crustless quiche out of the joy yeah. of cooking. It's really healthy, too, especially it, if you're doing gluten-free. I, w- I was trying to do it to help reduce body weight and to help my blood pressure. Really? <laughs> yeah. But you already look so slim. Well, <laughs> I've put probably five or ten pounds back on. Oh, it, uh, it. But, I mean, it was one of those things someone said, where'd you get the recipe? I was like, I don't I just. I don't know. I just I, thought I would, you know, and 32 to 36 eggs later, <gasps> it was a it was a big pan. I bet it was. <clears throat> it was breakfast and lunch for about a week. Oh, that'd be delish. It I was found good. that. That sounds good. But I liked it. It was three hours. Eggs. Yeah. And oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe four and a half. Yeah. It's quite um, a bit. Eggs and grilled cheese are really good, like, base structures to play with flavors on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's a Harlan good point. has started, my son has started coming down, apparently overnight sometimes. Mm. <laughs> Cracking some eggs and then he'll just play with the spice cabinet into it, and they're most of the time really, really good. Wow. And so he's getting this kind of—I'm sure he's not really thinking about it this way—but an idea of ratio, right? Like how much I wanted yeah. these things yeah. and how yeah. much is needed for this, but mm-hmm. then also how those things are interacting with each other. And then grilled cheese I've always used as like bigger ingredients, right? So like, yeah. how am I going to make this apple and bacon and a cheese Ooh. like work together? Yes. To, right. Like yeah. to make something, so you can play with different stuff. I love and that. I think those two are really good bases of flavor experimentation. Cause I think a lot of cooking comes, I am not the, what do you think about that, Aaron? Oh yeah. Well, I, Aaron I agree. Well, I, I agree interview with myself about cooking. No, I love it. I love it. No, I'm kind of like kind of getting into your brain, you know, it's great. No, you guys are both absolutely correct. Daniel and Aaron, you guys both have nailed it. Like that cooking is about like the blending oh. of flavors. Right. And so yeah, harnessing like a basic platform like the grilled cheese or eggs right. is a great way to actually learn how to cook and learn how to use different herbs and spices as well as ingredients and how they blend together and pairing, right? So your son's learning how to like pair things and he's also learning the spice cabinet. In fact, if I was teaching a kid how to cook, I would pull out my entire spice cabinet. I would have him smell all the spices mm. and then taste some food and tell me what spices were in it. And also make some food and put some spices in there and see how those interact and make some mistakes. So that way you can learn that, you know, you don't want to put 
Um, what would be a good example? Lavender. Well, you can do lavender and eggs. It would be kind of weird, but I guess it could work. But, you know, um, there are certain flavors that actually bring out the flavor of eggs more or a grilled cheese and certain fruits. For example, like apple going with like a good sharp cheddar would be better than like mm. apple with a blue cheese. So just learning how those flavors work. Trial and error. Right. Good move. Nice. And eating and saying this would be better with this. Yeah. Eventually it'll... Yeah, pop into your head. It'll stick. And, yeah, and, and then I when think, they get older, they can try it with beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> although that might dull your senses on whether it's actually a good flavor or not. That's how good. Three I in the morning, yeah. a case later, you're like, "I love Cheetos. It's the greatest thing ever made. <laughs> I made these. <laughs> I, I, I do love Cheetos." Yeah. Or thing of like cooking your way through a book too. Like I, uh, I've always enjoyed baking. I guess, but mm-hmm. a few years ago bought America's Test Kitchen cookbook, which is a really good one They're too. I think. Oh yeah. Um, and just kind of going through that and like, oh, I'm going to really learn how to do something right. You know, like cook chicken. I just wanted to like, I hate how most people cook chicken and I really just wanted to nail my version of that or whatever. But I think both of those things are paths that lead to Rome, right? Like, that's true. Yeah. Know, oh, so many different, like, yeah, all the roads lead to Rome, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think America's test kitchen is a great like highway to take. Yeah. Honestly, I have well, a couple or of their cooking books. Or, I or mean, my first cooking, one was a Betty Crocker cookbook. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I loved cooking with Betty Crocker yeah. at first, too. Yeah. I have one of those and a Better Homes and Garden. Wow. I'm impressed. That I've never used. I mean, it's, <laughs> oh, okay. it's holding well, my refrigerator down. I'm glad that it's right being now. used <laughs> in but some way. My kids made fun of me for not using it. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Some cookbooks don't appeal to other. Uh, some cookbooks may not appeal to certain sensibilities. Like, I found, like, the old church cookbooks, you know, the ones that have, like, always a cream of mushroom soup in there and sour cream and, like, condensed milk. I'm like, I'm kind of over that. But there are some cookbooks, you know, you get like ethnic foods or you get like these America's test kitchen where they literally methodically try out 500 different batches huh. to make the perfect roast chicken. And right. then you get the best one that saves you a lot of time. You're just learning how to make it the right way the first yeah. time. Like I why not? My own. I didn't like theirs. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. it, Daniel makes a left. really good blackened chicken or seared chicken. What was that you make? Oh, I just do it. I just cook the chicken for like 10 minutes or five minutes on each side at 500 okay. degrees. I cook it like a steak. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then just rest it under foil for 10 yeah. minutes. Okay. So it like barely crusting pink. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's super, super yeah. just it's juicy good. and tender mm-hmm. yeah. because everybody overcooks it because they're I scared know. of it. They are. Yep. And so you just get this like hard, dry, they do it to turkey too, mm-hmm. right? At Thanksgiving, yep. like mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. it's just way overcooked and so you have people blowing themselves up trying to fry turkeys because that's somehow like somehow it, better. Yeah, I don't know. It, I think people just need to understand meat better. And like you're saying, there's some carryover cooking. So mm-hmm. it's still going to be like cooking after it's resting. And that's ultimately what you want. You're isolating, you know, like Bobby Flay style. You're isolating all those yummy juices inside the chicken. That's where that came and, from. You know, exactly. <laughs> it was he's, Bobby Flay, yeah. By no the joke. way, he's my boyfriend. Well, I didn't know if you guys knew. He's like on the side. I kind of want to date your boyfriend too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Sorry. I, I love watching his show. I'm okay with I'm it, like, Daniel. You can like, move on. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Really cool. Like one time yeah. I read a kind of negative article and I was like, that can't be true. <laughs> what do they know, dummies? Yeah. Yeah. New York Times is real news. <laughs> yeah. oh, fake news. Fake yeah. news. Back to reading the Inquirer. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean the paper? The paper. Yeah. You mean the paper? The paper. The paper. The paper. You the know? Paper. So Garth Roots so, juice diet. Yes. <laughs> you know, Mrs. X. You know. Mm-hmm. I've you. always held this <laughs> notion that Southern food seems to be. I always refer to it as like one, one dish, right? Like it's mm. a casserole huh. or it, like it's things that kind of blend together on a plate where to me, I feel like, and this is based on my childhood and just perception, but sure. like Northern food tends to be a little more like 
here's the main dish and a side and like, right? Like kind of appetizer pieces. Have you found that to be true or is this something I made up in my head? Well, I don't know that's something that you made up in your head either. I'm sure it's what you experienced because a lot of us, you know, grew up in the South or even around here would have went to like church socials or picnics and people are going to bring a casserole because of the time period that we kind of where we're living, right? Right. So that's part of it. Um, But, you know, when you actually go to like a farm dinner, Mm Um, which I was privy to when I was researching the book. There was this one family that let me interview them a lot. And one day they made me sit out in the living room for a couple hours and wait to interview them for the last time. And what they made was a farm dinner. And there were literally 15 different side dishes, appetizers, desserts on the table at once. And so it wasn't an all blended thing like a green bean casserole or, you know, like a like a potato souffle. It was like individual items done to their best. So just sliced tomatoes with salt. Very simple, but garden tomatoes, Mm -hmm. you know, green beans done the right way with bacon and boiled till they're kind of kind of gray brown, you know, right, but, but right. that's how we do it. You know, true biscuits, chocolate gravy for dessert, but also regular gravy, fried chicken, but then also some duck and some trout. Like a lot of different things showcasing this is what it would be like, maybe not the trout always, but this is what it would be like. You'd come in from working in the fields all day. Mm-hmm. You'd sit down and mama would have all of these things sort of like making the table buckle underneath all the plates of That's food. Like that really is more the southern. The greatest visual image uh-huh. ever, mm-hmm. making the table buckle. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. When you actually had a true Ozark meal back in the day, it would have been like that. I've said this before, but we picked the wrong show. Why did we not do some kind of food thing? <laughs> like, you just got to eat food for like a year. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and I did gain some weight, but, you know, yeah. Well, you look great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be I so been, hard on yourself. <laughs> I have not been reviewing food, but I look like I've been on a world tour. <laughs> we should definitely do a food show if you guys ever want to. That would yeah. be a lot of fun. That would Heck be yeah. a ton of fun. You know, we could, like, make some things and talk about it and, you know, How eat do we do it? a takeover mm-hmm. of Muffle some channel or something? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Let's call uh, whatever channel on TV would let us do it. Yeah, Fayetteville Public. We could just do like our own FD. random. Well, let's one. just take yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. We'll call Jason Sewell and be like, "Hey, can we take over the morning show?" Oh, that'd be fantastic. Day? We'll feed you, Jason. Yeah. Anything you want. Just what would you like present. us to make you? Why are these two guys here? We're just here to eat. Yeah. Move. We'll feed your entire staff. Uh, this, I think, we've found a good currency. That's. That's, yeah, yeah, Our staff, always yeah a win. this is easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the other the other piece of this and what you kind of kicked off with mm-hmm. was the food tours. Yeah. So did the book kick that off or was the book post the food tours? Like what What's was the, the order? order there? Yeah. It's funny, like I feel like the chef thing happened, then the book, and, and then I was able to really kind of start doing cooking classes, private catering. And then from there, I I had already experienced this wonderful food tour that I'd done in Miami. And I had this idea that maybe I could bring that back to Northwest Arkansas. I went to Miami on vacation, fell in love with like the food scene there, did like the South Beach thing and the little Havana Cuban like tour and thought, man, we have such a great food culture in Northwest Arkansas. Once I'm done doing book stuff and maybe picking up a few things, maybe I could just go ahead and start my own business. And and launch these food tours, leading people around because I love the history of the area. I love the culture. I love the food, but maybe I'm uniquely placed where I can kind of make that curated guided experience possible in a really fun way. So yeah, it was the last thing to happen, but it is for me the most important thing that I'm doing right now. Yeah. It's what you led with. So it kind of seems close to your heart. Mm -hmm. What, so what walk me through a food tour? Like what's my experience going to be like? 
Okay. So most likely you would either book it online or you would call me personally to book a private tour with just four or more people. I can do a tour between four and 20 people. I count as two. You count as one. (laughs) Heather. Boom. We got it. Done. Let's do this. Yeah. I'd love to have you guys. (laughs) You're like, we're eating for two and a half. So that's what we're paying for. You know? So yeah, if I have like a, if I have four to 16, that's like a good sweet spot because then I can kind of keep everybody together. But if I have like 40 people, I'll just hire another guide for the day and split us up. But basically what you do is you book it online and then I'll give you the location where we're going to meet to start. It's an all walking food tour, rain or shine. If it's 40 degrees and above, we go and just get ready, you know, for experiencing the culture. I'll meet you. Like, let's say if we meet in the Bentonville square, I might give you the first restaurant and that's it. It's all a surprise. You show up and we're bouncing in and out of restaurants, five stops in two and a half hours, including an alcoholic beverage, typically, if that's okay with you, which I assume it would be. Nope, that's nope. Aaron. Only, oh but no! Yeah. Oh yes, right. Sure, sure. sure. But Don't yeah, or on. a coffee. Yeah. Like maybe we go to Onyx, <laughs> yes, you know, for right, a great right. coffee or water or yeah. or water. Yeah, I have been I'm, embracing good coffee recently. There's some and good it's coffee. It's been Onyx coffee. Yeah, actually. they I've do really some really great job. I mean, yeah. they're usually on my food tours and a lot of other restaurants, but it changes every tour. So you know, like. Every tour, we might do a different set of restaurants because I want to celebrate the best of Northwest Arkansas. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that may change as a new restaurant opens. I want to give them credence and and let them let people experience not just the food, but also the chefs or maybe the owners of the restaurants. We're never going to chain restaurants. We're always going to locally established places. And oh, we're walking it's not between Chili's, them. Applebee's. No. Not I'm McDonald's. Out. I'm out. Yeah, you know, I know, right? Yeah. Like, we're not getting that. I thought it was just skins. all the Chick fil A's. That was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't love Chick fil A. We're going to wait and drive through. <laughs> Them ain't local. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's chicken, you know. I mean, well, yeah. it, I it, it, and they probably have gravy of some kind on Sundays. They probably do yeah. on Sundays. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, like biscuits. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, usually, usually we end up doing like lunch or dinner. So, basically, yeah, it, I have you for two and a half hours. You're at my mercy. And we have a good time. We eat a lot of food. You leave full, whether it's lunch or dinner. And you leave like educated on the history and culture of the area. I'll even talk about the art. So if we go by 21C, I'll walk you through and talk to you about the current art exhibit that's going on while we're also eating Matt McClure's food. So it's very like conclusive. It's not just about food. It's about the whole Ozark experience. Right. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So Thanks. I think here you had to contract other people into your vision, right? And I think that is something that has a universal use for other creators as well. Sometimes like you have to get other people to kind of buy in. Yeah. What was your process of getting these restaurants on board? Cause you are, I would assume disrupting their normal flow of business a little bit and just like kind of popping in for a little bit and like, you're not taking a table, right? Or I don't know. Oh, I am but, taking a table typically, oh, okay. but, but yeah, so we're only there for half an hour. So some restaurants, I would say almost all restaurants were very amenable to it. And I think the ones that were a little bit weary, I think once they see how successful this has been and how much more extra business this has given the restaurants that have chosen to be on the tours, they'll be more likely to jump on board. Um, we don't really get in the way. I kind of have it pre-planned. I order, I pre-order the food typically, like logistically, it's all worked out. They know the time window that we're arriving right. in. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, I, I will say that it gives the restaurants a lot of repeat business and exposure. It's almost like free marketing. I still pay for the food, you know, like a normal customer. I just, you know, am only there for a short time and maybe only ordering small bites. Yeah, so it's almost a better turnover for them. It is kind of quick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they know wow. max the time they're going to have us is 30 minutes, but most of those people are going to then f- tell their friends and frequent the restaurant after that. Yeah. 
Well, so no, it's good because you don't have people sitting there for 10 minutes Instagramming food before they eat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, mean, I can't imagine being – I was a server for like a week before oh, yeah. somehow my lack of service killed the restaurant. Aww. But <laughs> yeah. I really – like shit, I was yeah. a host for a while and then I was nice. like a server and then the business just shut down. I was Aww. like, was that me? Wow. Is that my fault? So, yeah. Like I don't know. Um, I'm well, the if they didn't one. send you a lawsuit, then I guess right, not. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> but no I read died. that not too long ago. Like people were taking so much time – not eating mm. that it was starting to cause restaurants a problem with because you need that oh yeah you need that turnover you know yeah. so many plates yeah you're right with the Instagram that whole thing is definitely yeah. or even like restaurants that offer Wi-Fi you notice that a lot of restaurants and Ugh. coffee shops no longer offer that because people just hang out all day long right yep. yeah yep. most so. definitely is this uh, on the tours is it all inclusive like they pay the fee and you said you pay for the food mm-hmm. so it's just like they pay for the how does that work? What is yeah. it? So they just pay ahead like a certain, they just pay the price for the tour, which is typically about $65 a person. Uh-huh. Um, but it can be more if I add in specialized things or right. like an extra drink stop or something right. like that. I even had thought about adding in Christmas carolers for Christmas, but nobody took mm-hmm. me up on it yet. So oh, maybe next year. Really? I wanted to have some really fun curated experiences where that we pop around a corner and randomly there are carolers and they enjoy, well. then they join our tour for the rest of the tour and it's really fun. But so I have lots of big ideas for how to even expand the tours uh-huh. as this next year happens. You know, yeah, yeah. I got like like 2020 vision, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> Barbara Walters. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, they pay for the tour ahead of time, Aaron, and then they don't have to worry about waiting for a table, um, getting mm-hmm. to a, hanging out by a hostess stand, talking to Daniel, you know, like for a while. They don't have to worry about tipping the waiter. They don't have to worry about what they, choosing the menu, looking at the menu, what am I going to order? If they want to order a drink extra, they can. But other right. than that, I just make it so smooth and easy. They That's just awesome. show up. They show up, eat, walk, eat, walk away, drink, yeah. walk. Yeah. Frankly, mm-hmm. I've only had a couple two hour, two and a half hour dinners ever. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee that each person paid more than sixty five bucks by the end oh, of it. Yeah. That's a great mm-hmm. deal for like a leisurely, you know, what ends up being at least a five course basically mm-hmm. meal, right? It does. Like that's a that's a super reasonable price. Thank and then you. you have a drink in there, yeah. and I mean, because I think about some of my favorite restaurants, and it's like. Yeah, sixty five dollars should be a discount. Like I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah even if you were to go deal. like to five yeah. or six fast food places and just pay for your own food, it'd be it'd be about a, that. Yeah. 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 to a steak Easy. restaurant yeah. the other day. Yeah. Way over sixty five bucks a person. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And you're not having a guide that's telling you about the area as well. So uh-huh. a lot of times, like when you travel, like when I have the people that are tourists that are coming to Northwest Arkansas on my tours. They would. It's they're getting a free tour guide essentially, in addition right. to the food being a good value. So yeah, yeah. it's a win-win. No, that's an yeah. You know, deal. and even the chefs come out and talk to us sometimes, Every and the owners of the restaurants. Those kind of exclusive all-access experiences would not be a normal experience for a diner. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And like it'd be like a good like corporate team building thing, or you know, like yeah. just like a like get to know each other kind of. Well, people that show up here that aren't from here, out of town. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you have your relatives mm-hmm. that you're probably maybe sick of by the third day of Thanksgiving. You send them off on a tour with me for the day. This is such a good idea. It would be a great yeah. thing. I could even do a kids tour, but it would need to be an all kids tour. Um, that's something I thought Chuck about. Of just Chuck E. Cheese's. Of just Chuck E. Cheese's. And Chick Fil A. And Chick Fil A. As long as I get my tendies. Chicken nuggets, you know. <laughs> or I've even thought about doing Viking food tours eventually, but I haven't opened that branch Can yet. Can be a rickshaw food tours oh, because I don't be want nice. a bicycle food <laughs> yeah, restaurant. Like, restaurant. You don't have to. No, you're <laughs> oh, good. Man. I'm talking about your mountain that bikers coming into town. Segue you know? over to yeah. the- oh, gosh. Let's do a segue situation. <laughs> we had to stop. I got sick on the way. <laughs> Paul Bart my way to the next. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. So most of them are still going to remain walking, obviously. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's just something that's unique that uh, people haven't really had access to around here. And it, it really helps people to become aware of the culinary heritage we've got. We don't always go to Ozark restaurants. We'll go to different restaurants that specialize in just whatever they do well. It's mm-hmm. not about just being biscuits and gravy. So it's not like a heavy <laughs> food tour. We do right. go to Thai restaurants and Asian restaurants. We go to, you know, places that are, you know, like we go, a lot of times I take people to Tavola Trattoria, for example, on one of my Bentonville tours. It's great Italian food. You know. It's not on your, it can't be on the walking tour, but Sidewalk. Oh, I love Sidewalk. I almost Cywalk. said Sidewalk too, but yeah. Those pork belly fries. I know. Dude. Oh my yep. goodness. They're Everybody so good. that comes in from my, I made mm-hmm. friends with some people in Oakland because I sent them there and they came back to where I worked at the time and were like, dude, gave me their number. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, to, we're friends. Yeah. Now. Like yeah. Come we went out and Oakland. had drinks later. Like yeah. it was, Oh yeah. It's amazing when you have great restaurants like Sidewalk, which does great Vietnamese street food. It's mm-hmm. actually one of my favorite restaurants yeah. when they're doing something well for Northwest Arkansas, that's bringing something new to the table. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so good. So good. So if Sidewalk was, yeah, downtown Bentonville, downtown Rogers, we would be going there. Right. We do, we do go to like little Havana Cuban grill sometimes in Rogers, as well as Comida Artisanal, which is a brand new Spanish tapas bar hasn't even opened yet but i've been able to kind of get a few food experiences Mm -hmm. yeah yes those kind of things so if you're looking for something that's like different for your palate you know and we, if we, we got want to feel it. extra ritzy we can go to the restaurant before it opens on yeah. the Aaron road too <laughs> dang yeah um so you mm. don't do Fayetteville, Springdale, like everything's Benville Rogers? So far. But I have I have sites set on Fayetteville and Springdale eventually when I feel like I've got enough restaurants on board that I would have, you know, enough that I could change it up and not just do the same restaurants every time. I need right. to have more than a handful. I need to have at least 10 restaurants right. for me to launch a food tour somewhere. Now, if you and your friends, Daniel or Aaron, wanted to go to Fayetteville, I could put together a specialized Fayetteville tour for you just for your group. Like, I feel like I could do that. I wouldn't have it on a normal basis. Right. Yeah. Wow. But I also could just learn more of what's in Bentonville. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could do that. Yeah. I'm working in Rogers now anyway. So, yeah. Well, well, we should definitely do a tour. So, yeah. Yeah. Both Bentonville, mm. 8th Street Market, and Rogers. And every quarter, two of my friends and I have decided we're going to take each other to dinner. And <gasps> now I can just, neither one of them listen to this. I don't think so. I could just, actually, one does. But both friends. I'm yes. just going to take them on. <laughs> take them on a food tour. Oh my I'm gosh. I'm going to take them on a food tour. That's <laughs> the, the best. best. And then we'll end at the cigar lounge up there. That's perfect. Yes. I love it. So that's you another thing. You solved my concern of what I was going to do on my turn. Perfect. Well, I, I want to help you. Also, I think you. lowered my bill based on the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's the best thing about private tours is if you and your friends are like, hey, Aaron, we really want to hit up that cigar bar. And can you put two drink stops, maybe only three food stops? I can change the tour for your personal preference. Wow. So it doesn't have to always be food. It could even be all drinking. Now, if you want it. Aaron and I are celebrities and we're used to special things, but do you do this for normal people? Yes, I do this for normal people too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Are you talking about me? I love doing private tours. I've even thought about what how much fun it would be to do like a women's like uh, group and do a dessert tour where we right. just go to dessert stops uh, along the way. I'd be on the yeah. women's with coffee dessert between. tour. Yeah, why? Yeah. Like, you can why does that have to be guy? a women's only? No, it could be totally. Right. Bobby 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 loves chocolate. Wow, I look like a chocolate bunny, <laughs> <laughs> except not. But yeah. I'm like, cutting that part. <laughs> <laughs> he fell into the chocolate river. Also, yes. Also, yes. I look more like a Augustus you don't look like chocolate Augustus. bunny. Um, <laughs> Aaron, you, you look great. That for a second, you looked at me and thought about it. Also, we're not celebrities. I've got a blueberry for no. a daughter. <laughs> no. I could keep quoting Willy Wonka. Sorry. <laughs> bang! 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 <laughs> this. Oh man, you're like the best ball of energy. Like, just I was like, we're talking faster than normal because Aaron Sorry. is just super excited. I'm always like, I'm always excited. What do you? Wait, oh, it's cool to have somebody that like 
the energy you get off of you when you walk in oh, a room yeah. because you are just like excited about what you're doing. I get the feeling no matter what you did, the energy would be there oh, for it. You're but, sweet. Yeah. Thanks, Daniel. Um, yeah. It's like, this has been a really fun conversation <laughs> just because you are really passionate and really excited about it. And ha- like, I think doing a tour with you would be a lot of fun. In fact, thank for you. sure I'll Let's do a tour do with a you. Let's just do a tour. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, but thank you. Even from just a perspective of like, it is a cool different thing to do because I have people in from out of town all the time. Oh, yeah. It's like, what do we do? What, like, that's the whole big like, part of his decisions. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, what do you want to do? I, yeah. I don't where do you want to go? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. And what nobody about can that? decide. Oh. Like, it's like herding cats, right? Like, when you have five people deciding on like mm-hmm. a t-shirt color or. What well, if they have no choices? The choices yeah. that are made are great. Yeah, you, you have just be solved like, hey, every yeah. marital dispute ever. <laughs> what do you want to do for dinner? Food tour. Food tour. And we'll just let Aaron do it. And if it's if it's a bad experience, we'll be mad at her, not at each other. Here goes your And we'll go home happy. But that whole conversation of like, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't care. You pick. Um, this place, well, anything but there, right? Like you exactly. Would just solve it. Oh yeah, and in addition to that, I've tasted a lot of the things on the menu at each restaurant, so mm-hmm. I'm picking the best thing that they have, and I'm creating Sweet. the curated experience where you're not having, you know, multiple items that kind of cross over, you know, uh, almost like a progressive right. dinner. <laughs> and the other part is that I'm creating an opportunity for yeah, you guys to just sit back and relax right. and enjoy a dinner like you're supposed to. There's not going to be a snarky hostess. There's not going to be an issue about how much you should tip. You just show up. You don't even have to wait for a table. When right. we show up at a restaurant, the table's ready. The food magically appears. It's like Disney. Can I just book you every day between 12 oh, and 2.30? Yes. I'm just going to do this for lunch. <laughs> that would be amazing. 7,000 pounds. But while you're out, <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah. Daniel's like, I brought my lunch today. Sorry, yeah. but... <laughs> but you bring up a good point. Work. Like, are you building... So, eat, like, these restaurants are, I'm assuming, a lot of times, like, different types of menus, right? Mm-hmm. But you're still almost building them as if they were like one large menu where you've just got almost the cheesecake factory menu, I guess, but Mm -hmm. better done. Right. Like Uh uh where you can pick. So are you building that as a progressive menu? Like everything kind of like the flavors are building to the next thing. Like you think about that when you go, I do. I can't help it. It's like, it's almost like I can't go to sleep at night without thinking about food. You know what I mean? Like, Uh so when I think about curating (laughs) a food tour, I think about order, how do we order these things? I don't want to obviously have the dessert in the middle of the tour, of course, but I don't want to have a dessert that features chocolate. Have you heard of Indy race car? Cause there's pit stops (laughs) and I feel like dessert could be the pit stop. Oh my gosh. That's probably the best thing you've ever said. That's very true. I love it. (laughs) That's actually a really good idea. I may have to rethink this. You know, just saying. Consultant for this, food. I don't know. Uh, I eat a lot of food, and I feel well, that's I'm perfect. very passionate about yeah. its consumption, oh. <laughs> and apparently my consumption. I like that a lot. I yeah. kind of like it too. Well, I mean, we do sometimes do like chocolate food tours, so where we'll swing by either uh, Markham and Fitz at Eighth Street Market or Kaya Chocolate and do like a little chocolate tasting. Mm-hmm. So kind of entered entered intertwining maybe a chocolate tasting mid-flow, depending on the menu, could be really good. Yeah, but I think about, like, how would I progress through a meal? Yes, okay, I'm going to organize it this way. Um, I'm not going to go to two Italian restaurants on one tour or something like that. Like, I want it to be diverse, but I don't want it to be so weird. People are left going, what did I just eat, you know? But I do kind of throw a few curveballs in there sometimes because I do believe that people, a lot of times when they go to a restaurant or they've never been, maybe they judge a book by its cover or they judge the restaurant by its front. For example, Flying Fish, love it, but everyone thinks that everything there is fried but when I take people there we get the grilled salmon tacos and they're amazing and people are blown away they thought oh I would never eat here I only eat at maybe certain high-end restaurants and flying fish is kind of the everyman's restaurant right so now they've they've kind of opened their eyes and I think that's what good food is it doesn't matter if it comes on a paper plate or a cloth 
tablecloth, you know, with candlelit dinner. Like it really is what is the food that's best and I'll pick it for you. Well, I mean, what are, what are your favorite things? They're the things that you feel like you discovered. They're the ahas, mm. right? So like you don't remember the, the same restaurant you've been to over and over. Like it's, I mean, you do, it's comfort, but it's not exciting. And I think when you do throw the curveball, mm-hmm. that's like, you know, I worked in like specialty retail for a long time. And one of the things I always try to teach people is like, show them the thing they didn't even know they wanted. Right. Exactly. Like, and that's mm. the thing where somebody's like, whoa, this and you really love the first punk record you listened to or like that moment that you discovered something new to you. And I think that's the genius of throwing the curveball food item in is like, I didn't expect this type, this meat as a burger, right. Or whatever, or apple and bacon on a grilled cheese. Right. right? Yeah. You're kind of introducing people to new concepts. I mean, I always check with her. Do you have food allergies? But other than that, I don't say, what do you like? What do you dislike? Because I don't really want that, that to dictate people's food experience because people really may have only ever had green beans from a can. So they don't know how green beans prepared properly could be good. Same thing with like salmon, you know, like salmon tacos, but also people walk into Onyx and I have them try the cold brew coffee and they've never had anything like that or even the nitro, you know? So they're like, what is that? It's coming out of a tap. Is that a beer? Why are we at a, why are we having a beer? We're at a coffee shop. Right. And I'm like, just try it. You may actually discover you have a newfound love for something in particular yeah. that's mm-hmm. unusual, but it still is nothing you're allergic to. So why aren't you trying it? Yeah. So I'm trying to help people expand their culinary vision and not just try the same old things. Right? Well, and I think if you're, if you're on a food tour, you're automatically kind of probably the person that's okay probably. with a little bit of experience. Yeah, right. You're right. Uh-huh. Otherwise it's not something you'd probably normally just yep. do. So you do have the safer demographic of it. Yep. Man, I love this idea. See, I would yeah. wonder, like, on things like that, I was thinking that the whole time, like, mm-hmm. do people say I don't like this and that, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think one thing that I see people do is tear apart. They order something, and they're like, I don't want this on it, I don't want that, add this. And I'm just like, I've been trying to, over the last couple of years, just eat it how it's supposed to come, just yeah. to try it. Because Absolutely. someone came up with that. Yeah, the whole flavor say, combo. Let, let's also, try nobody yeah. makes a mistake when you order the number one. <laughs> or like, you know, like... Well, yeah, because like, they've just, thought about it. They yeah, put it as number one. dish... Oh, that's the reason well, why. Well, yeah. there was a guy who said that a long time ago, like any like fast food place he goes to, he always gets the number one because that's the thing they started with and that's the thing they never mess up, right? Like, mm-hmm. But I think also when you order off a menu, if you just say, I'm going to have it the way you prepare it... Yeah. That was the ideal version of that thing. You're right. And and the people I see who have frustrations at restaurants are the people who are like, um, I want a taco, but I like to like smush the ground beef together into a patty and then replace the tortilla with buns. And, right. And it's like, and when it comes back, they're like, that's a taco. And you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like trying to change it's, what the restaurant's yeah, already perfected. Like, so they'll just accept it. I don't it, think you know? Taco Bell does a burger. I don't know. Yeah. yeah agreed. I feel like you've got to try what the best is that the rest and the way they mm-hmm. want to prepare it. So when restaurants are like, do you need anything special? I'm like, no, just make it the way it should be. So right. like the hush puppies at flying fish are incredible. Most people would never order hush puppies. They wouldn't even know. But when they try them, they're like, these are the best hush puppies I've ever had. Wow. You know, things like that. Or the mojitos at the Rogers Cuban Grill. Most people have never had a real mojito where somebody crushes the mint mm-hmm. and correctly muddles it and uses the right proportion of rum and everything. There's just little delicacies like that. It's just better to go ahead and go with whatever the restaurant orders. So yep. when they don't have a choice, in a way, right. and I, then they're actually getting to experience the best. Or there the shrimp go. stuffed awesome. avocado at La Huerta. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> that is so good. I've had that. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, as a person that curates 
an experience, do you end with a bang or a soft, gentle lullaby? Oh, I love this question. That's a really good one. It depends on the tour. So, soft, yeah, soft. A lot of times it can be a soft, gentle lullaby because by the time we hit the fifth stop, which is usually dessert, people are so full. Right. I will tell you that I cannot guarantee that everybody will be full because it's sort of like a shirt that fits one one size fits all. Right. There are a few people it doesn't fit. Right. Some Daniels Some, show up. I mean, and you're like, well, you want two tickets? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to charge you double on this airplane, sir. Yeah. Exactly. So I I, I can't I, I can say that most people would leave very satisfied. And um, so a lot of times with dessert, it can be a smaller dessert, but it has a lot of wow factor, a lot of great flavor. But it may be something it may be something small. It's not going to be a huge slice slab of right. cake typically uh-huh. because I know how these food tours go by about the fourth stop. People are like, I don't know, man, if I can have this other thing, it looks so good. So by the time we get to dessert, the people that have the dessert stomach, you know, it's a separate stomach. Right. They're like, okay, I can make room for this. Yeah, mine one. sits on top of my regular stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we start with this? Yeah. It's like a fanny pack. I just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of like the lullaby. It's, it's, it's a nice way to end it. It's a little sweet ending. Right. Thank you for attending. Yeah. I think. Mm, tell all your friends. You. Yeah. Well, because, and that, I mean, to some extent, it has to almost be difficult to achieve because you've spent like cigars are kind of my thing from a flavor profile, Love right? Yeah. And so uh, it's hard to step back down yeah. in boldness of flavor. Like once you're climbing that mm-hmm. without some kind of palate cleansers, like a mm-hmm. fourth item or whatever yeah. will come before the end, if you're going to have that, mm. wow, right? Like right. it's difficult to control the end experience in a way that's impactful because yes. it's either going to be a huge bang that's almost too much Right. Or that lullaby is going to feel underwhelming. Uh-huh. Right. I got so you. Yeah. Kind of getting that, that right. That yeah. right. That right moment. So what I have ended like it with cream with mint in it or something. Yes. Like, right. Ooh, like, I like you that. Need to, like, you know, I was thinking about that great ice cream food truck across from the hive. And sometimes we've ended our Bentonville food tour with them. They're sweet dreams creamery, I think. Okay. Also, you mentioned punk rock owned by the guy that also owns block street records. Little oh. known fact. He owns both. I didn't both. know that Wade owned that. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's Wade. No uh-huh. joke. Yeah. And so, um, anyways, so ending, um, that's another, that's a really nice ending when I get to end it with that place, for example, because I allow people to just pick whatever flavor they want. So at that point they get a little freedom of choice. So right. they're going to pick their favorite. Wow. Ice cream to end with. And I know that they're all going to be wonderful because they're all handmade. So things like that. And same thing when I end with, um, Kaya chocolate or Markman fits. A lot of times I will let them pick out a few bonbons and that's picking the flavors they want so they can do the mint or whatever. But that way they, they really feel like that full experience. I'm giving them back their freedom at the very end, you know, (laughs) and then I'm sending them off and I'm letting them have the rest of their day to themselves. (laughs) Carry on little grasshopper, you know, (laughs) tapas, tapas. I don't know. I have to say tapas really clearly because otherwise people think I'm taking them to a topless bar. Oh, yes. Hey, we're going to so. get tapas later. I know. They're like tapas. I, I didn't know it was that kind of Do tour. What? Yeah. I brought my wife. <laughs> and it's a walking tour? <laughs> <laughs> my jiggly bits. <laughs> we got to make sure it's warm outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, off the rails again. Um, <laughs> all right. So Aaron is going to start a sentence. Yes. This Aaron. You, me. Oh, yeah. Aaron Dotson. Aaron Dotson. Boy, Aaron. Yes. My Thanks. late co host. Man, boy. <laughs> Sorry, man. My former co host, Aaron Dotson, because you're going to be the new co host. Okay. Um, Thank you. New co host, Aaron Dotson. <laughs> awesome. Well, you guys are fun uh, anytime. We'll, just, we'll have three hosts now that talk more than our guests. <laughs> we'll just interview each other. Um, <laughs> thought we had one of those already. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Aaron Dotson. Aaron Dotson is going to start a sentence 
and you finish it with whatever comes to mind. No wrong answers. Fine. No wrong answers. Can we do Mad Libs later too? Did you bring any? Uh, no, but we can make up one. Sure. We're creative. I'll do it. This conversation's been a Mad Lib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish I could. Go to New Zealand again. And march the trail to Mordor. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Kelly.